All right, so check it out. It's another episode of Film Streak. My name is Rob, and uh, well, you know, it's going to be a little bit different this time. Uh, I've got a little bit of noise in the background. I hope that's not too intrusive. I'll do what I can. You know, I got the tools. Um, but in the meantime, hey, look, thanks for checking this out. Thanks for listening to uh, this episode. And of course, if you want to find some other episodes, you can go to filmstreak.com. You can find uh, previous episodes. You can find links to subscribe to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you can also find a link to a list that I have on IMDb, and that's where I keep track of all the films I've watched here. And we're talking about over 270 at this point, and we're still going, keeping this thing moving. So um, with that, uh, I just want to get into this episode. Let's talk about, um, you know what? The 4th of July is here. It's summertime. And, you know, I took a little time to try and think of what would really be a good selection of films. One that I wanted to see that I'd never seen before and that maybe spoke to the moment. You know what I mean? Let's talk about America. Let's talk about what it means to be in this country and what are the things that we all enjoy and it's kind of hard sometimes. It's even harder these days. But one thing that I still kind of come back to and, and identify with as really distinctly American is baseball. You know, I grew up in a, I guess, in a part of the country and in a culture, let's say, where baseball was very much a part of things. You know, growing up in Texas, it's not just baseball. It's really actually football is the is the deal. But Baseball and even basketball are always a part of the culture here in terms of sports. You know, it's something I grew up with, very familiar with, never really played other than like in school when you have to do it as part of your gym class or whatever, but uh, never in any, any kind of organized sports or anything like that. So that's something I didn't really have as a part of my life or as a part of my childhood, but um, but that doesn't mean I didn't understand it and I wasn't familiar with it. And it's funny because... Baseball is one of those sports that is very different from most other team sports, where it is team against team. And baseball is just different enough where it's one man versus an entire team at any given moment. And so I think that's really the idea that, for me, I guess, makes baseball interesting. Even though, look, i, I got to be honest with you, the game moves at such a pace that is not very uh, dynamic or exciting for the most part. Now, it does have its moments in any given game. Uh, from inning to inning, it can be up, it can be down. Uh, you know, especially if you're just like sitting in the sun watching it, um, experience can be real hit or miss. No pun intended, I guess. The idea, though, is that uh, baseball is something I have found myself from time to time enjoying. For the most part, though, I kind of keep it at arm's length. Don't really get too deep into it. And so here, uh, I wanted to look at some films that are really about the sport and the people involved with the sport and maybe what it means to people, uh, especially in this country. And of course, like most sports, baseball has gone to other parts of the world and in different cultures. But here in America, I feel like it's very much a part of the DNA of this country and the people that live here. And so for me, it's very much an American thing. So uh, with that all said, 
let's get into uh, let's get into some films here. Let's talk about some baseball. All right, first up for this episode, Film Streak two seventy five, Bull Durham. What do you believe in there? Well, I believe in the small of a woman's back, the hanging curveball, high fiber, good scotch, and I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last for three days. Oh, After 12 years in the minor leagues, I don't try out. Besides, uh, I don't believe in quantum physics when it comes to matters of the heart. This is ridiculous. I'm a professional. It still remains a mystery to me. That's hot. The rose goes in the front, big guy. Jim, just stay out of my bed. You are messing with my private life. When a woman loves a man, a woman loves a man, she does what she can. And this film, written and directed by Ron Shelton, is, uh, uh, from what I remember, this is probably the first time that uh, this combination of Ron Shelton and sports and Kevin Costner became a a little bit of a cinematic uh, landmark, not only in terms of baseball, but in terms of the way the sports are portrayed on screen. And specifically this film, you know, I, I remember when it came out, I was a kid back then, 1988. I would have been, oh, what, like 12, 13 years old. So um, I didn't really have a big understanding of what it was trying to say. I just knew it was about baseball approximately. And so now, like watching it all these years later, I mean, we're talking about what 35 years later. It's been um, it's been interesting to see it through adult eyes, and as someone who is familiar with not only baseball and how the game works, but also just uh, adult life. Because here's the thing: like I didn't realize how adult this film is. I I mean I really didn't. I, I remember when it came out, and I was a kid, and I thought this was just like another baseball movie and maybe it was a a bit of a comedy but from my mind at that age at that point in time baseball movies were like the natural you know and this is very much not that kind of movie this is a very crass and sometimes raunchy but also uh, it's got its moments it's got its heartfelt moments in it but it is it is really much more of an advanced look at the culture of baseball and minor league teams and maybe what people are having to do just to kind of get by and to find some sort of success or joy in the game. And uh, so with that all in mind, I mean, the premise of this film, uh, we're following uh, Susan Sarandon. She plays a character of Annie and Annie is the type of woman that, uh, you know, I don't know if we want to say groupie is the word. That's kind of what is implied, you know? Uh, but we follow Annie as she tries to decide which player she's going to kind of ride with for the season. And one of her first, uh, let's say, choices or candidates is a young guy 
by the name of Ebby. He's a pitcher, but he's got wild arms. He can't really control his throws. He can't really control himself. And so when we see the team having to bring in Crash, who is uh, played by Kevin Costner, he's the one that's really brought in to get Ebby under control and just really tries to get his game up, but also teach him a little bit about life and about women and about uh, just the things you got to deal with as part of the game. So this isn't necessarily a family-friendly story, let's put it that way. It does skew much more towards adult you know, material and adult situations and about the nature of the game, the locker room talk, all that kind of stuff. And uh, and still, it, it has a light touch to it. You know, it doesn't feel too heavy, too weighty. It, uh, it, it actually moves pretty fast. You know, that was the thing I wasn't sure. Like, this is a movie from the mid-late 80s, and sometimes those things don't hold up so well. They kind of show their age, whether it's the music or the wardrobe or whatever. Here, I feel like this is probably still a culture and, and a way of life that still exists in some form, especially for minor league teams or people who are on that kind of circuit of not quite professional, maybe not quite amateurs. Um, so I I think there's a level of this film that feels real and, and kind of raw even. Uh, the thing for me that is um, is challenging, I guess, is that this is a story that I don't I don't really know feels very savvy anymore, you know? The idea of Annie just kind of throwing herself at a guy because he's on a baseball team and just going for the ride, but also for what end? Like, what, what's the goal for her? Uh, I, it feels a little problematic, you know? Like, I don't think this uh, type of story, I don't think this script would get very far in the process today if they were trying to make this today. And um, so with that in mind, you know, I can see the entertainment value in it. I can see the nostalgia value of it, especially if you're a fan of the game. There's a real kind of uh, playfulness to everything that you don't maybe see in a lot of sports movies because a lot of sports movies are about the game itself. And there is plenty of this film that is about the game, but there's also about these guys and what they're doing outside of the baseball field. I think of anything, you know, the, the I would say this is a recommendation, but it's a very mild recommendation. It's not the strongest baseball film I've ever seen. Uh, I think Kevin Costner, all the leads here actually do pretty solid work. Like I feel, I feel like this is one of those movies that I've heard people talk about for a long time, especially as a baseball movie. And the characters here really stick. They really work. I don't know if the premise itself really holds up so well. You know, one film that I do remember watching around this same period was uh, Major League. And Major League has a very similar tone in that it's funny and it's kind of crude, but it also has a, a, it's propelled by the game itself, like as part of the plot. And here, I, I guess this is maybe the precursor to that, right? Because this did come out before Major League. And uh, I think uh, you probably couldn't have Major League without this. But at the same time, I think Major League is maybe the better more polished version of this story. So uh, 
I'd say it's a recommendation, especially if you're a baseball fan, if you've never seen this before. And if you are and you haven't seen this, I hey, man, I can't I don't know what your problem is. I'm not necessarily a big baseball fan, so I've put this off for obviously many years. And uh, now that I've seen it, now I can say I appreciate what it's got going for it, what it's trying to say about the game, what it's trying to say about maybe relationships and how you have to kind of juggle those things in terms of uh, are you committed to them, are you not, but then also your focus on the game and what you have to do uh, maybe to get by in life. So it's a recommendation for me, but it's, it, again, it's very mild. I think uh, there's other stronger films about baseball or revolving around baseball that will probably make more of an impact, uh, especially today. I saw this on Max. Obviously, I think you'd be able to find this most other streaming places. Uh, but if you have Max, check it out there. Okay, now here we are. Film Streak 276, Field of Dreams. I have just created something totally illogical. That's what I like about it. If you build it, he will come. If you build it, he will come. If you build what, who will come? You didn't say. I hate it when that happens. Me too. Who's your invoices? Ray is. <laughs> I think I know what if you build it, he will come means. Ooh, why do I not think this is such a good thing? Daddy, there's a man out there on your lawn. Are you a ghost? What do you think? You look real to me. Hi. You couldn't see it. This is really interesting. You believed in the magic. It happened. Isn't that enough? Annie, it's more than that. I feel it as strongly as I've ever felt anything in my life. There's a reason. Go the distance. Did you hear the voice, too? Did you hear it? Go the distance. Yes. Our grave is dead. He died in 1972. Are you Moonlight Graham? No one's called me Moonlight Graham in 50 years. Unbelievable. It's more than that. It's perfect. You build a baseball field in the middle of nowhere and you sit here and you stare at nothing. This field, this game, it's a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good. Hey, is this heaven? No. It's Iowa. Kevin Costner, Amy Madigan, James Earl Jones, Ray Liotta, Burt Lancaster. Sometimes... When you believe the impossible, the incredible comes true. Field of Dreams. All right, so here we go. This is a film from 1989. It's from writer and director Phil Alden Robinson, starring Kevin Costner, Amy Madigan, Ray Liotta, James Earl Jones. I mean, it's a pretty significant cast here. If you talk about the pedigree, right? And even the people who, you know, like someone like Ray Liotta, who hadn't been in a whole lot up to this point, was clearly a a force to be reckoned with and goes on to do Goodfellas and a bunch of other big roles. 
and recently passed this last year. So um, it's an interesting thing to look at a film with someone maybe even before their peak, really before their big breakout success and to acknowledge and recognize like here, they were bringing something even so early on. So um, all that said, you know, here we've got Kevin Costner is uh, Ray and his wife, Annie, and they are people who have grown up with baseball as part of their life, as part of their childhood, as part of their family. And at this point, They've gotten older, they have a daughter, and they end up buying a farm in Iowa. And the way this plot plays out, it, it plays in, on two fronts. You know, it is about Ray and his almost an existential reflection that he's going through in terms of himself and his dreams for his life and even looking back at his father and the maybe the missed opportunities that that he might be thinking about or or giving second thought to after reaching a certain point in life and as he's out on this farm even his wife Annie is um confronting certain things within the the small town that they're in because one, it's it, it, you're dealing with maybe living in a, in a more populated area, going to a small town. And so you've got different attitudes. You've got a different way of life there. And so there's a little bit of a clash. There's a little bit of confrontation about the philosophies and the beliefs between those two types of people from those different environments, right? So that's a part of it. That's like a subtext in the film. And I actually think it's probably more important to where this film lands in terms of, you know, it came out in 1989, Kevin Costner, Amy Madigan, uh, they're of the baby boomer generation. And I think part of what this film is showing is, is that, uh, that um, like cultural pushback from that generation to the generation before it, you know, we're seeing the maybe more progressive, more open-minded thinking especially when there's a scene uh, about books in schools and what is appropriate. And, and then we've got the people who are against that. They want to you know, ban certain books and whatever. And there's a whole uh, scene, there's an argument over what is freedom and what is our right and what is appropriate, all that stuff. And so that's in there. And maybe that's a part of what was the genesis of this film is telling a story about a person at this point in life. But all that said, I mean, this really is a film about Ray and his look at not only his family and his way of life living on this farm, but now he's introduced to this thing of he's compelled to build a baseball field. And he takes down all of his crops to, to make this field on the, the vision, on the voice that he hears that says, you know, if you build it, he will come. Not even clear what that means, but he starts to kind of piece some of these uh, thoughts in his mind together to build a baseball field. And then one day, a baseball player from the past shows up, right? Shoeless Joe. Now, this is where Ray Liotta comes in. And like, if you watch this film totally cold, like you have no idea what this film is about, this could be like a real turning point in the film. Like you, you could look at this as like, wait, is this about to get weird? Is this about to get scary? 
turns out this film really takes a turn towards uh, the, the beautiful and almost the romantic, the magical, put it that way, the magical side of the sport and what it means to people. And this whole thing of Shoeless Joe showing up in this cornfield and communicating with Ray and Ray realizing that he can see Joe, his wife, his daughter, but nobody else can. And so there's a strange kind of fantastical element to this of, is this a ghost? Is this some kind of real thing that's happening? It sends Ray on this whole journey of trying to track down and and understand why he's being compelled to do this, to build the field. And then what is the point of the field? You know, there's another message that he hears, another voice that says, ease his pain. And that's something that there's hardly anything to connect dots to that, right? But Joe and Ray and then Terrence Mann, who's a real person that he tracks down, uh, it it all starts to build towards this uh, conclusion that Ray has to find a peace, an acknowledgement, an understanding about his own life and the point in life that he's at but also what that means for his connection and his relationship with his father who passed away many years before. Right. So it's an important part to think about is um, how does that, how does that manifest itself? And, And in this story, at least in this film, it's represented as this real magical event of this field and these baseball players from decades before coming to play at the field. And so it's, it's, it's a bit of a, a magical element, but I think it really works to sell the idea that this is about dreams. And now there's even a point where Ray, well, I don't know if I want to give it away. If you've not seen this movie somehow and you love baseball or you're a fan of baseball, um, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but there is a really touching and, and a really moving point in the movie towards the very end where Ray does get some kind of peace. Um, And, and I think that for me is what really sealed the deal. I mean, it's not just about baseball. Ray himself, the character is not a baseball player. I mean, he's familiar with it. He knows players. He knows the, the teams, he knows all the, the ins and outs but the thing is that he's kind of just a regular guy and he's on this journey of a little bit of self-discovery, but also a little bit of, um, uh, you know, I tried to think of an w- easy way to say what this movie is trying to do. And the best I could figure is that while it seems like on the surface at a glance, this film is about kind of recapturing the past of seeing these old baseball players come back to life, reliving some of the memories of the games and of the sport itself. This film isn't about recapturing the past. It's not a nostalgia trip. The way I see it, it's more about reconciling with the past. Like maybe doing some things differently or seeing some things differently. And if there were the opportunity to 
do something differently, I mean, would you do it? Could you do it? That's where I feel like this film really kind of takes it to the next level. I mean, it's one thing to say, oh, this is just purely fun about, hey, remember the good old times of the game and the way of life and all that? But it's not about that. It is actually kind of a personal story about a man trying to maybe acknowledge some things that didn't go so well in his past and how he can find a certain peace with that. I don't know. I guess maybe for me at this point in life that I'm at, this really kind of connected, you know? It, it really made sense to me. And if I had seen this when it came out, 1989, again, I still would have been a kid. So I don't know if I would have really gotten a whole lot out of this. But seeing it now, I get it. I really identify with some things that Ray is feeling or, or says in the film. You know, I think that also feels very similar to what Roy in Close Encounters of the Third Kind goes through, where he has this experience and he's compelled by this vision. He's drawn to do something and to go to a certain place and, and for certain things that are, are almost implanted in his mind, these things are going to happen or he has to be there for them to happen. And so he like abandons reality in a way and goes on this journey. And, you know, I, I think you could say, well, maybe that's reckless, irresponsible, whatever. But I, I think at the core of it, it is about a person pursuing a dream or pursuing a goal and pushing forward at all costs. And now, of course, that is a bit of a, a, a dreamer's fantasy is to just throw everything away and just run towards the bright, shiny object. Here, though, I, I think this is a film that at least gives us a, a more emotional payoff because it's not about chasing really a dream. It's about chasing a memory and a hope that things can be okay, that things can be good, even if they weren't good previously. So um, I, I'm really impressed with this film. You know, I, I, it's silly to say that I wish I would have seen it a long time ago because I had every opportunity and uh, now that I have seen it, I, I understand the all the hype, you know? It doesn't necessarily make me more involved or interested in baseball, but I get why this film is celebrated and um, kind of revered in, in the way that it is. So as a recommendation for me, for sure, Field of Dreams, um, I, I, I'd say check it out whenever you have a chance. If you love baseball, great. If you don't love baseball, I still think there's something there for you. All right, let's keep it moving. We're moving fast through this. I'm just trying to get through some great films here. Now, Film Streak 277, For Love of the Game. After 19 years in the big leagues... 40-year-old Billy Chappell has trudged to the mound over 4,000 innings. But tonight, he's pitching against time. He's pitching against the future, against age, against endings. Tonight, he will make the fateful walk to the loneliest spot in the world, the pitching mound at Yankee Stadium, to push the sun back up in the sky and give us one more day of summer. Universal Pictures presents How do you like to be kissed? 
How does this work, Billy? Little boys buy cards with your picture on they, them. They buy those for the gum. of the game. So are you my mom's boyfriend? I'm not sure. But you've slept with her. All right, so here is another. This is a, uh, maybe this is the third in the Kevin Costner baseball trilogy, I guess. And this is uh, from director Sam Raimi, who, you know, there was a point where Sam Raimi was the horror comedy guy. Right. And I think here in the 90s, he took a turn. I mean, there were some horror ish, thriller ish movies that he did, like uh, The Gift and uh, A Simple Plan. And here, though, I this was really kind of a left turn. It's like, oh, he's going to do a sports movie. And you've got Kevin Costner, who's already very uh, familiar to, to most people as either Ray from Field of Dreams or Crash from. Bull Durham. And now, I mean, here he is coming back to the field uh, as Billy Chapel, and he's an aging, uh, injured pitcher who is um, playing for the Detroit Tigers. And it's a matter of him finally reaching his, um, I don't want to say breaking point, but he's reaching that point in his life, in his career, where he has to make a decision. He's, he's reached the crossroads. Right. All right. So what this film does, though, we see Billy Chapel. He starts out at the beginning of the film. He's going into the last game of the season. Right. It's the Tigers versus the Yankees. And he's trying to go out on a high note, kind of finish strong. But this is very likely going to be his last season. This is very likely going to be his very last game. So on top of all that pressure, on top of all the stakes that are riding on that, He's also got his girlfriend, Jane, who, as we're shown throughout the film, they meet at different points and they build a relationship together. There's her daughter that comes into the mix and it is kind of an on again, off again thing. And he feels himself being pulled naturally being pulled between her and between the team and between the sport. And he has to acknowledge the the truth of the matter is that she is there for the long haul. The sport is really uh, the sport is almost done with him. You know, he he had an injury, he had a recovery. He maybe never quite got over it because he turned to alcohol and he turned to other issues that just made everything worse. And so this film really is about that crossroads and him trying to decide or maybe trying to put in motion everything that's going to kind of set the tone for the remainder of his life. Because here we, we have someone who really should retire or should have been retired. And now we're kind of watching those last moments of a career play out throughout this entire film. So, I mean, you know, if we look at it that way, it's a really kind of different approach to telling a sports story because it's not so much about the sport itself. There is baseball in it throughout the film. We're watching this game progress, 
till we get all the way to the very end. But um, it also was about uh, a man's life and his relationships and what he's willing to do or not do to keep those things going. And so while that feels a little bit unique and different, the, the thing I have with this film is that it feels very heavy handed. And by that, I mean, some of the direction, some of the acting, I mean, I even, you know, honestly, even the music feels a little bit too, uh, it feels real try hard, you know, like it's really trying to pull you in some moments. It, it gets a little too sentimental, a little too sappy. Other times it feels kind of self-important, like it's really taking itself a little too seriously. And I, I think in the end, though, it, it just it ends up becoming kind of middle of the road. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel raw or even funny uh, like something like Bull Durham. And it doesn't quite lean far enough into the romantic, like really glorified view of the sport or even relationships. It's kind of somewhere in between. And it it just doesn't really land in the right way, I think. You know, there there's important moments in the film that some of them really hit. Some of them fall a little flat. But we're seeing Billy Chapel really trying to decide, like, what does Jane mean to him? And what does the game mean to him? And how is he going to make this all work out in a way that he's going to be satisfied with himself? Those are all big questions and all big character moments to to have. But sometimes it's just not played at maybe at the right tempo or the right tone. It, I don't know. There's a lot about this film that I think there are some good ideas here, but it just doesn't come off right, you know? I I wish this would have maybe been done or executed a little differently because I, I think the idea here is pretty solid. But um, I, I, I would really have to say this is probably a pass. I mean, I think Field of Dreams is a much better film. It's not the same kind of film, obviously, same kind of story, but the quality and maybe the timelessness of it it's definitely there with Field of Dreams. Uh, even Bull Durham, uh, I think that has aged somewhat more, but at least it has more impact, has a little more edge to it. This feels like a, a movie, <laughs> put it this way, I've said this in the past, but this feels like a movie about baseball for people who don't watch movies about baseball. You know what I mean? It's like, we're going to backdoor the baseball into this love story. And... Maybe that works for some people. Maybe if, if sports are not your thing, maybe this is just the right amount of baseball in a baseball movie. But otherwise, uh, if you come at it from the other angle of like, I want to watch a movie about baseball or about that life, this one, uh, it's too much about other melodrama and a little too on the nose about how I'm supposed to feel about it. Like, let me decide how I feel about this character or about this situation they're in. You don't have to force it so much. So in that regard, I mean, I guess it really is kind of a pass. Um, and maybe if you're curious, if you're just really interested to see, like, how did, especially Kevin Costner, how did he 
evolve with each of these stories as an actor, as a participant in this kind of story or a story around this sport. That might be an interesting way to look at it. That's kind of what I'm doing here. I give it points for trying. I just think Field of Dreams is a much better film. I mean, if you do want to see a film that is about someone at a crossroads, someone at a moment of real personal growth and change, and also has baseball throughout, like as the backdrop of it, I think that's Moneyball. I mean, Moneyball is obviously much more involved with the sport, but it is also about similar thematic ideas, I think. So um, maybe that's the recommendation instead, you know? Hey, so that was another episode. I just want to knock out a few. I know it's the 4th of July holiday, so you're probably going to be out doing things and hanging out and having a good time. You know, just take care of yourself. Stay out of the heat because it's crazy hot these days, you know? Look, if you want to catch any other episodes, you can go to filmstreak.com. If you have some thoughts about these baseball films or maybe some others, uh, you know, I'm surprised. Like, I went through a list, and there are several films about baseball or or uh, involving baseball that I have seen that I guess I just didn't really recognize as such. But if you have some other recommendations or ideas or just thoughts about these films, comments at filmstreak.com. Or you go to filmstreak.com, you leave, leave a comment on this episode, and let me know. So, hey, in the meantime, look, just uh, stay hydrated, stay made in the shade, and go watch something new.